0: listening to the Tennis.com podcast and here's your host Ed McGrogan. Hey everyone, Ed McGrogan and Steve Tigner here with the latest Tennis.com podcast. We wanted to uh, get a quick one in before the weekend, uh, obviously a quick turnaround between the end of the round robin stage of the WTA finals in Singapore and when the semifinals start up uh, on Saturday and uh, before we get into those semis, Steve, just Maybe a quick word on the on the dearly departed. You know, obviously the big surprise of that of the four who didn't advance is, is Simona Halep, who didn't really look herself for much of this week. I, I think it's it's pretty safe to say from uh, an overseas perspective.
1: Yeah, I think you you know we came into this tournament. She was the top seed. She's rarely, you know, the top seed at a big tournament. Maybe the first time she's been in that position with Serena not being there um and it seemed like she you know she had done well here last year she must have had expectations that she could win this tournament uh, she had been hurt a little before this and hadn't really maybe wasn't in the best shape but uh, and that sort of that proved to be a problem in the last match She looked really tired against Redwanska but but also she um she looked a little tight you know a little bit you know she got she's been known to She sort of goes back and forth between you know working hard to fight through um, bad parts of matches and then sometimes she just seems to give in to them you know she started out the year doing that then she you know, she seems to go up and down up and down in that in that sense and she's always sort of fighting her her emotions and negativity that that, that she can that she can get she you know she has this kind of I would say a perfectionist attitude and if she makes mistakes she, you know, she takes it pretty hard and and lets it bother and you know lets one game turn into two games lost uh, and a set lost and so that you know that feels like that's that's what happened to her here some of the same some of the same issues um, with her you know mentally and also it just shows that at a big tournament you know the bigger hitters, a bigger hitter like Sharapova is going to have an advantage when you know when when the stakes are really high. The player that can kind of take it, things into their own hands, as we've seen at the Slams for a long time on the women's side, is going to have an advantage, and that, that's still true. And that's something Halep's going to always have to fight against.
0: Yeah, and and, and Halep is going to get, I think, quite a bit of flack for this year overall. When you know, eventually we're going to be, uh, you know, looking back really on the the 12 months as a whole and, and to see where she came up short. Like you said, it, it's it's the the places where we where so many are expecting her. To, to break through at uh, at the slams at a big event like this and and compared to previous years you know i think a lot of people will say that despite her finishing you know two or three in the world depending on where she ends up it will be a disappointing season and uh you know one thing that i think we that help fans and those we should you know will remember for next year as well as first of all she's still you know a very young player overall. But I I do think that even though this is, I think, is definitely a step back, um, the landscape of the tour, it's so unlike, you know, if you want to compare Halep to uh, maybe a comparable player who hasn't broken through uh, on the men's tour at all. And, you know, it's it's still hard to see beyond a Serena Williams or a, a couple other players who could... You know, who is definitely going to keep Halop down. Uh, I, I think that as, as sort of um, as sort of a, a disappointment as this year was, I don't think um, it's, it's going to be right to kind of write off her chances really for anything, you know, down the road. But, you know, undeniably, I think we're left wanting a little more. And I think 2016, you know, will be a pretty... Um, Sort of a pivotal year in some ways for her. See, you know, see what she has learned from this because, in her pressers, she, you know, she she does reveal a lot. I think about about her state um, uh, physically, mentally. She she definitely lets you know what she's feeling, and uh, you know, for a while, it's been the same kind of answer, and, and she'll have to answer to that.
1: Yeah, I think it's an interesting contrast right now with Muguruza. I sort of started to think for the first time is Halep a little more like. Wozniacki, Yankovic, Redwanska, sort of smaller player gets has a high ranking, um, maybe gets to a slam final or two, but can't win one because she just doesn't have that, you know, that power um, that's that's necessary. Is she, you know, I hadn't really thought about her in that context before because she's always really been on the rise the last few years. But will she end up being like that? Whereas Muguruza, a bigger player, power player, more in the mold of Serena, Sharapova, Kvitova. Is she going to be the Grand Slam winner? You know, you started start, you know, she's up to number three now. So, yeah, you know, that's something to look for for next year and something that's changed really in the last couple months.
0: Yeah, it's been such a great fall season for Muguruza um, in Beijing and Wuhan and now 3 and 0 in, um, you know, through the round robin stage you know her and maria sharapova both get through 3 and 0 pretty much everybody else takes quite a quite a dent in the in the record a lot of one and two records that's kind of the nature of how round robin tournaments especially with only three matches go you're going to see um you know a player a petrkovitova get through at one and two just because of how the numbers shake out but you know who has really impressed you more over this this week? Is is it been Muguruza or has it been Sharapova? Because I don't think we necessarily expected to see anything close to this from Maria.
1: Yeah, I guess equally. I didn't pick either of them to make the semis for different reasons. I thought it might be a little too soon for Muguruza, and I didn't think I thought Sharapova might be a little rusty. Um, you know, Sharapova has been very impressive. I guess. You know we shouldn't be surprised she's but she's looked about you know as, as sort of tough and and still hungry to win as she you know as she ha- as she ever has you know she's 28 and has had a lot of injuries but she's you know she sounds like she's ready to go for next year already while everyone else is kind of ending this year she seems like she's starting up starting up again which is you know something to look for for next year but she's been really impressive and Muguruza impressive in a different way she's playing doubles and she looked pretty tired and and has looked not necessarily that sharp in all three of the matches but she's won them all um she almost seems to be improving to me in the way she competes with with every match she she'd be covet of a player who's who's won two grand slams uh definitely without her best sort of found a way to win her 15 break 15 breaks in the match but she ended up winning the match anyway um she probably was going to advance to the semis without winning that match but but she you know she she came through that so that in a way, that's probably been the most impressive thing is what she's done with, with you know the the level she's been playing.
0: Yeah, and um, yeah, I guess we'll we'll end things a little bit with the, really the one player that we haven't brought up uh, who does still remain in the tournament, and that's Agnieszka Radwanska. And if you watch the the highlights of her match uh, against Simona Halep on Thursday. Uh, you saw really the full arsenal unveiled. Um, you know, even in some cases, even more than than you perhaps remember of what Rodwanza could do. She was, you know, in a in a very precarious spot early on, uh, down five one, I believe, in in a in a first set breaker, and really just kind of has the whole variety, unleashes it at that point, um, not just really what you know about her from the baseline which is plenty you know what she does well from there but tracking down a lot uh, some great running gets some over you know backhand overheads it was it was probably the performance of the week uh, especially when you consider what you know help pretty much she had to win that match to have a chance to continue and rodwanska who's you know who we've mentioned obviously many many times over the years but is I think has been kind of left in that second tier and and forgotten to some degree. Um, You know, still shows obviously why she's you know in the top ten in the world at this event, and you know she'll uh, she's here to the weekend.
1: Yeah, I think she. You know, that was a case of her being completely relaxed in that match. She lost her first two matches. She hadn't even practiced the day before. I think she was thinking about the off season, um, and then she was down five one in the first you know she was down through the whole first set against Halep and then she was down five one in the tiebreaker it was pretty much a foregone conclusion for Halop and then Radwanska just kind of loosened up caught fire um won six straight points and then was just you know at her best from there we'll see if she can continue that you know with a little more pressure on if she can continue to play that way it's a it is a good sign overall and and, and even though she hasn't been Sort of like you said, forgotten this year. She has had a good second half of the year. You know, you kind of forget that she was really in collapse mode through the first half of the year. She dropped out of the first top ten for the first time in a while, but then she made the semis at Wimbledon and and has done better. And maybe this is a, another sign of of her getting you know getting back to where she was.
0: Yep, and she'll get uh, if it wasn't clear, she'll get Muguruza. Um, in that uh, semifinal, Sharapova versus Kvitova in the second semi. Um, we will be we'll re- re- uh, be back in touch next week after this has all settled, and also as well tournaments in Basel and Valencia, and uh, leading right into the Paris Masters on the men's side. So. There'll be plenty to catch up on next week, but uh, for now, a, uh, a quick pod to satiate through you through uh, Friday and into the weekend. Thanks for listening. This is Ed McGrogan with Steve Tigner for Tennis.com.
1: You've been enjoying the Tennis.com podcast. For all the latest news and events, head over to Tennis.com.